0: Hello, educators of Virginia. Welcome to another episode of Deeper Insights. Today, we have a very special guest, Kathy Parrott, who is our pre-conference presenter. We are extremely, extremely excited to welcome her to Williamsburg on November 29th as part of our conference extravaganza as our pre-conference presenter. Kathy is an instructional coaching consultant. She is the co-author of two books. The co- I actually have one copy here, <laughs> The Coach Approach to School Leadership and Compassionate uh, Coaching. She is also the founder of Kathy Parrott Consulting. Um, and is it true, Kathy, that you have the longest running Twitter chat for instructional coaches that using the hashtag EduCoach? Is that, is that true? It is true.
1: I Back when I was getting coaching training 14 years ago from Jim Knight, I didn't understand Twitter at all. And Jim would be talking about Twitter and talking about hashtags. And, and I actually was a very connected educator in the late 90s, which is hard to believe. But I um, connected with teachers through online forums and instant message and things. So once I got the background of Twitter, then I'm like, oh my gosh, this is is going to be an awesome thing. But then I felt isolated as a coach, and I needed a community. So actually, my co-authors of um, Coach Approach, uh, Jessica Johnson and Cheryl Liebowitz, we just, as we were writing the book, and as we were, or actually, the, the book came after the chat. We just all started to think about this chat, and it was formed, and then through our relationship that way, we then ended up writing the coach approach. So, I mean, both my authors are um, not local. Uh, in fact, never met really face to face until after the books were created. So.
0: Wow, that's awesome! Well, that's exactly what social media story, is, yeah. To do. Yeah, for sure. Well, join
1: us any Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We run some structured chats that just have you know, some questions and people chime in and have the conversations from there. Or we have some open chats where it's just bring questions that you have about coaching and see what the larger community out there can answer and help you think about.
0: That's awesome. Well, folks, you heard it here. Uh, Eight o'clock Central Time every Wednesday, you said, right? Every Wednesday. uh, She's on Twitter at Kathy Parrott, two R's, one T. uh, And the hashtag is EDU Coach, EduCoach. So, uh, Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today, for carving out time to help us out, um, to get our, our folks pumped and ready. Uh, before we get started, I just want to check in with you. Um, it is it is late August as we're recording this. Uh, we'll we'll release it in early September, so not too far from now. But we've got a lot going on. Uh, it's winding down to the end of summer. A lot of school divisions have started. Some are getting ready to start. Some don't start until post Labor Day. Uh, but I, I want to check in with you. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great.
1: I mean, this is a beautiful time here in Iowa. Uh, fall is just starting to settle in and um, school started here actually today so the students are off to school teacher friends are in school so it's nice to have those conversations with teachers hear how they're doing as they start their school year um, different trainings that I'm doing are ramping up and training You know, I do a lot of virtual coaching, so I love to connect with teachers and coaches that way. So that's starting to ramp up. So that that summer relaxing time is kind of going by the wayside, but it's actually a very exciting time because I I really believe, and I know we'll get into it more, but I think this is going to be an awesome school year. Um, We're coming off some challenges, but I just see the excitement in teachers to just kind of feel like some of the pressure is finally off and can go forward and do what they do best.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And, and thank you so much for checking in. It does sound uh, like things are going extremely well for you, that that transition. This is always an exciting time. You, know, The beautiful thing about education is we get multiple new years. Like, you know, January 1st isn't the only new year in education. The first day of school is a new year. Uh, every time we have a grading uh, a grading period changeover, it's the first day of the new grading period, the first day of the semester. Uh, so a lot of excitement right now in this time of year. And, and I want to I wanna pick your brain about a couple of things. You know, you mentioned coming off of an extremely challenging year um, and then moving into the 22-23 school year with lots of hope and optimism. Um, One of the things that kind of took a little bit of a backseat, just from my experience last year, because we were all in survival mode and doing our best to to kind of protect teachers' time, um, and then also not knowing what to expect or, or how things would go, we kind of took a step back from coaching. We took a step back from spending vast majority of our time in, in classrooms to observe instruction and, and give that feedback. And, and it sounds like when I talk to colleagues, they're ready to ramp that back up. So from your perspective and using that compassionate coaching. So I, I wanna live in that compassionate coaching space because coming off of the hard year, and and now it's time to like really put eyeballs on instruction and and work with our teachers in small groups and also as individuals. So why is the compassionate coaching model such an important thing for our leaders going into this school year?
1: Well, you know, and, and I have the book right here. No, no, no. But I think Jim Knight really summed it up really awesome in just his first couple sentences of our um, forward. He says, has there ever been a time with a greater need for compassionate coaching? As I write this, I've lived through more than a year of COVID-19 pandemic and an event unlike any we've experienced in our lifetimes. Uh, People around the world are encountering difficulties that no one had ever anticipated. Our family members, friends, and colleagues have seen their jobs turned upside down and have... and if they still have jobs they've watched helplessly as a pandemic has devastated impact on health and loved ones. And we need a time in which we really focus on compassion. And what we did in the book is we, we, we wanted to find a, some kind of topic that wasn't out there in the coaching world, Um, This is where Kenny McKee and I landed in thinking that teachers are experiencing barriers. We came up with this concept way before a pandemic hit us. Um, And what we noticed, especially even with our Twitter chat, Kenny's one of our co-moderators for EduCoach. We never really discussed the hard topics on social media because we want to have that, that positive front on social media. But we know there's some... Times when we're feeling isolated, or we're feeling like we lack confidence, or we feel like um, a failure. Um, teachers feel that, coaches feel that, administrators feel that. And so, what we did is we tried to take six of the barriers that um, we noticed coaches talking about and then put a compassionate coaching focus area to it because we didn't want to dwell in the negative. We wanted coaches to then focus on something more in the positive realm. So, for example, if a, a teacher is lacking confidence, we might then use the compassionate coaching focus area of partnership or being a partner at a stronger level. We know Jim Knight's partnership principles are awesome Um, but having that stronger sense of partnership for someone who's lacking confidence that co-teaching that um, co-planning together at a deeper sense so they start to feel uh, more confident in their skills so right now as we're we're starting this year I think teachers have an like I said earlier teachers are excited. I've known teachers in the area who went through some various trainings this summer to just um, ramp up. A lot of SEL stuff is being focused on um, to really fit the needs of our kids. And so if we go in it with focusing with compassion, we focus with that kindness and love, um, we differentiate our coaching for teachers, Uh, we can really start to see an impact because we know coaching isn't a one size fits all approach so um you know we'll get into it more in the session on just really how to to read teachers how to think through things um, whether it's our six barriers or it's something else but finding a way to flip that barrier and think of the compassionate side of it And what are the needs of the teachers? What are their goals? What are their focus areas? And and moving forward with the teachers.
0: Yeah. And I I love how you frame that with, you know, with, because it's not just our students who need that social emotional well-being and that and that care uh, and that compassion it's it's our people do too and, and that compassionate coaching i I just I love the example you gave about with partnership and, and co-planning and, and co-teaching such a powerful model and and I think you know for all of our teachers all of our teachers deserve a year's worth of growth no matter where they are in in their careers no matter what their goals are what their strengths are what they're particularly working on um everyone deserves that year's worth of growth and so using that that coaching um that 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 coaching model um beyond just you know just here's professional development for the entire school or for the entire school division we're going to do three hours in the at the end of summer before school starts and then we're not going to touch it again but really that deeply ingrained personalized differentiated uh to meet the needs so how so in your experience with with coaching and taking that phrase of a year's worth of growth, how is coaching different than other development models that we've seen in, in the past maybe 25 years in education?
1: Right. Well, and you described the sit and get um, or the spray <laughs> and pray as we used to call it. Um, yeah, and I've been a part of that. I've been asked in school districts to come and do an update on guided reading. Well, I'm not sure guided reading really had an update, but um, so I've done those types of things as a literacy consultant and um, at an agency that I worked for. But coaching is, is we're teachers, coaches are teachers and we're, we're partnering with the teacher on their goals. Um, most of my coaching is based on whatever goal the teacher or the coach or the school administrator has. I'm not here to predetermine a goal for them. Uh, Sometimes it takes a little bit of time for them to develop that goal. Sometimes it's uh, videotaping themselves. Sometimes it's talking through some challenges, but it's their goal. And we talk about in the book, it's their promise. It's their intention, uh, what they want to work through. And then, you know, coaching differs from that PD type of model where we're with the teachers on an ongoing basis. We're checking in, we're observing in the classrooms when when the time is right and when the teacher wants us to see something. Uh, we're having those reflective conversations. That that ongoing piece is what's necessary to see growth. Um, I equate it to health concerns or uh, I've got a Peloton bike over there that um, I haven't seen in a while so it's <laughs> it's that consistency and it's that that staying with it um i'm not going to get in better shape um by just having this thing in the basement um i need that consistency and i think coaching brings that consistency of working toward your towards goals
0: yeah i, I definitely appreciate that and it's definitely something that's needed i think you know really i, I don't want to say a lack of investment but professional development professional learning um, improving our craft has taken a back seat um it has been deprioritized over the past two years since since everyone had to learn to how to transform their classrooms into digital and, and, and virtual spaces our schools into virtual schools and then really surviving the last year and a half with masks and distancing and 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 schools being wedged in the middle of all the polarities so being in survival mode, that that um growth has has taken a back seat um on the priority list and and understandably so we just like let's just survive uh and so now as we look to turn the page to the 22-23 school year i'm so looking forward to all those opportunities that are in front of us and one of those opportunities is is your session at our as as our pre-conference presenter and our our theme is level up and we have three strands learn love lead and it sounds to me like compassionate coaching really embodies and that's kind of why we wanted you to be our (laughs) uh, our pre-conference presenter but can you just talk to us and maybe give us a little bit of teaser or a little bit of promo of how compassionate coaching really embodies those three strands of of learn love lead
1: yeah well i've been thinking about that a lot lately and and it really does, it's, it's a great tie-in. Um, when we think of um, the role of coaches or any educator, because chances are not everybody will be a coach at the session. And we're, we're there to learn about our students, our teachers. Uh, and we do that by listening. We do that by reflective questioning. We do that by observing. And so we're always in that learning mode. And I don't mean like read a book learning mode, I mean, really learning about people, learning about their goals, learning about their challenges, learning about even the the personal things that you can make connections with. As a coach, I was always trying to make connections with teachers um, so that I would know how to kind of approach them. Or if I, if I knew their goals, I could drop an article in their mailbox and said, thinking of you. Um, those things all built those relationships and it was all part of learning. Um, about the about the teachers and teachers do that all the time with their students and administrators. I strongly believe that can do that with their um, teachers as well as a coach approach to school leadership kind of outlines that the principals can wear a coaching hat as well. When you move into the, the love part, I mean, I really think that's where the compassion is and that goes to the um, differentiating coaching, uh, not having our teachers sit through a three hour PD that they may not need, or it's not prevalent, or we're not going to then touch base on again ever in the year. Um, teachers need multiple times to practice something to get in, into their repertoire to move through the levels of transfer, and so you know, a 3D three hour PD model is not going to get that level of transfer. So coaching does that. And coaching with compassion then helps us to differentiate that coaching uh, so that we are meeting where the teacher's at. We're always looking at their strengths and we're always thinking about where they're at and having them talk about where they're at and um, setting goals together. And it goes to that lead part in that uh, I believe everybody in a school is a leader. Uh, the students are a leader. The teachers are the leaders. Um, the paraprofessionals are the leaders. The administrators are the leaders. So coming off of this pandemic year, uh, we've got to listen to teachers and we've got to listen to what they need and they can help us lead through that. The, what were the successes of the last year, two year, and a third years? There's, there's tons of successes that came out of are challenging years and how can we use those and how can we build education to meet the needs um, of our students and our staff from that? Um, I have a saying that I always deal with coming from Iowa and and maybe people saw the recent Field of Dreams game where the the Cubs and the Reds played and uh, last year with White Sox and the Yankees played. and that it's not just build it and they will come, but build it together and they will stay. So we've gotta, we've gotta listen to our teachers and we've gotta let them help us lead. We can't design things and close doors for them. We can't assume what they need. We really need their voice in making those changes that might be needed in education. I think we saw where there's some changes that need to be made. Um, and the teachers are going to have the, the strongest idea of that because they're in the classroom day in and day out, uh, learning about their students, loving their students, leading them um, to greater um, heights. I could go oh, okay. for <laughs>
0: Well, I, I do want to give you a chance. I mean, thank you so much, Kathy, for carving out time. And 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 I think that is just, I, I think that's perfect. That's exactly what our folks need to hear in terms of not just getting ready for the pre-conference, but also thinking about the school year and and whether I'm an instructional coach or a school leader or even a teacher who is in partnership with a coach, uh, that is all just great. You've got me more excited now than I was before we started talking today about pre-conference, so thank you. But I wanna give you a, mo- a moment if if you don't mind to um, just kind of, you're, you're talking to our audience, you're talking to our teachers, you, you've got school leaders, central office support staff, you've got superintendents. So educators across the gamut, all roles, all levels. It's the beginning of the school year. Um, Give us, give us some motivation, Kathy, not to put you on the spot, <laughs> but to put you on the spot. Uh, just give us a little, uh, some inspiring words.
1: I am just so, uh, I don't, uh, awe-inspired of what educators have gone through in the last two and a third years. Um, and I just don't want them to lose their sense of love for the job. We see a lot of teacher shortage. We see a lot leaving. And the teachers that are sticking with it, I just don't want them to lose their sense of love for the job and why they went into education. Dig down deep into figuring out why you went into this field. Uh, It's gonna pull you through and it's gonna pull you up um, as you move forward. Um, Because really our, our kids, deserve you they need you um and and you are the reason why the whole world survives Uh, everything falls on the the schools to help build the society with compassion so i just I am so honored to work with teachers and coaches and administrators across the country, see the great work they're doing, hear it on Twitter, see it on social media, Um, keep sharing your stories, keep sharing your message um, so that the whole world can see what you're doing.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Kathy. Thank you for the time. Thank you for the the message. Um, I cannot wait to see you uh, at the end of November uh, for your full day. Folks, go to vascd.org to make sure you register for our conference and make sure you attend our pre-conference with Kathy Parrott, Compassionate Coaching. You do not want to miss it. Spend a full day with Kathy and and, and dig deeper into just uh, some of the topics that she skimmed with us here today. Kathy, thank you so much, and I will see you soon.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much for having me, and I will see you in November.
0: All right.